0: Let us remember, we are always and everywhere in the holy presence of God. Good evening. This is Rick with you, and welcome to The Presence Podcast, episode number 140. Now, I know that number is correct, even though I've gotten off on my episode numbering a little bit. And I know that number is correct because I googled simply, what day of the year is it? And that number came up as 140. And I know that that's also the episode number because I have made a point and have stuck to this, recording an episode each and every day of 2018. And if today is day number 140, then that means this must be episode number 140. I'm coming to you from where I have been recording recently, out on my screened in back patio porch, which I am calling Serenity Place or shalom place. Maybe Serenity slash Shalom or Serenity and Shalom Place, I don't know, but one of those S words and place. It is a good evening and it was a particularly pleasant evening earlier when we had our first dinner of the year out here. And it was a something we do with some regularity. We invite my brother-in-law and his family over to dine with us and we did it particularly this evening because my mother-in-law is visiting from out of town she lives in savannah georgia and we're here in columbus ohio and um we had a very nice dinner with my brother-in-law his wife and our nephews um patrick who is graduating very soon and their little daughter um nika so they are uh local here and we enjoy being with them. Today was a great day to keep my eyes, my ears, and my soul open on this solemnity, this very, very special day in the church calendar and, quite frankly, in church history. So come join me here in the candlelight, in the light of the um, lights that I have strung up here, the uh, I don't know if I call them twinkle lights, but they are little globe lights. And um, I'll tell you about today. Well, today, as it is sometimes popularly called, what is the birthday of the church? And for those who may not be familiar with Pentecost, it is actually originally the name of a Jewish holiday. That's why the uh, apostles and so many other people were in Jerusalem on this day. And the apostles were waiting in the upper room. Acts of the Apostles, which is the only place it's described, says that a great rush of wind and then tongues like tongues of fire descended upon them. And what had been previously a frightened group of followers of Jesus who had been in hiding, fearing their lives, suddenly burst forth into public proclaiming and preaching and speaking about their experience of the resurrected Christ. And what is remarkable in the story is that each of the people who were there and the Acts of the Apostles lists uh, numerous nationalities of people that were there. Each of them heard the apostles speaking and preaching in the language of the person. So, Whether the apostles themselves were speaking in all these different languages, or the people were understanding these different languages in their own languages, it's not entirely clear. But regardless, what we see is the courage and the boldness of the apostles, and we also see what is known to be the coming of the Holy Spirit, which is a new era in history and the beginning of what we today know as church. And it was a good day to be at church. Um, My wife, my mother-in-law, and my brother-in-law and his daughter came with us together. We went to um, a church that I've described numerous times. It's the church that we were at on Easter Sunday. Uh, It's called St. Anthony's Church, and it's not too far from where we live. And it's in definitely a neighborhood that has uh, seen changes. Because there are still some original, I imagine, parishioners of the church, older white folks. But there's quite a few African immigrants. Now, these would be most of them first generation, I believe, um, coming from Africa, mostly West Africa. And uh, they dress very colorfully. There are many young children. Uh, The choir at the 1115 Mass is um, an African all-choir. And um, they sing traditional songs but also um, songs that have a a very distinctive beat and they sway to the rhythm and it's really quite something and it was the perfect place to be for Pentecost because it's a reminder that the church which began in Asia in the ancient Near East and was actually very prominent in northern Africa right along the Mediterranean is once again known to be a global church. You know, for a long time, we think of the Catholic and Christian church in Europe, and for a long time, it was, and and the vast majority of popes were European. Today, though, that is changing. The church is declining in numbers uh, and in activity in Europe, as well as in North America, But where the church is still very vibrant and growing and dynamic is Africa and Asia, amongst other places. And I love worshiping in this church because of the energy, the spirit, the Holy Spirit that is there in this community, which is very much representative of what the global church looks like. And I truly, clearly felt God's presence in that today. And Mass ended in an unusual way, but I think a very appropriate way for this special solemnity. The uh, priest announced at the end of mass that the deacon who was there with him was having surgery, I believe shoulder surgery um, this week. And the deacon asked for anointing, which is one of the seven sacraments of the Catholic church used to be called last rites. It's now called anointing of the sick or anointing uh, for healing. And, um, The deacon requested this, which is a fine thing and a wise thing to do before entering into surgery. But what the priest did that I thought was really remarkable was do it publicly. So rather than do it privately uh, with the deacon and himself one-on-one, he, the priest, invited anyone in the community to come forward and receive the sacraments. And he suggested that it be people who were being treated for some kind of an ailment, people who are facing surgery, people who are waiting for test results, um, people in those types of categories. But really, it could be anyone who is seeking healing because it's a sacrament that can be received multiple times. So about 15 or 20 people, I guess, came forward. And what was funny was, um, the priest uh, says a, a special prayer as he puts an um, oil, special oil um, that is blessed on uh, chrism or oil Thursday, uh, which is Holy Thursday, the mass on Holy Thursday during Holy Week. Well, he, the priest puts the oil in the anointing on the forehead of the person and also on their hands. And the priest says a special prayer and for each of those moments, a, a very short prayer. But the congregation and the person receiving the anointing are invited to say, amen. And it was funny because the priest introduced this. And then the first time, uh, apparently we didn't say amen loudly enough. So he uh, said, kind of said, well, <laughs> and had us say it again. And we definitely said it with more um, gusto and zeal that second time. So it was really, I think, inspiring and appropriate to watch these people and to pray for them as each of them received the sacrament and to say with the priest in affirmation of what is was being given and being received to be able to say joyfully and confidently, Amen. And I liked how that way of bringing the church together as a sign of unity, as a sign of our prayers with those who are suffering or those who are are ailing or ill in any way. Um, It just seemed like the right thing to do on a special day celebrating the church, because that's what the church is. It's a community of diverse people, people united in one body and one faith, and people who are called to love one another and to pray with and for one another as we receive and experience the presence of God's grace. So I conclude with what is your experience of church? Maybe you're someone who worships regularly and you have a sense of community. Maybe you're someone that doesn't have good impressions of church because you've been hurt or ostracized by the church, or you feel alienated or separated, estranged from the church or perhaps really you just don't have experience of the church it's it's not anything negative or positive it's just neutral or perhaps lack of experience regardless what is your experience and how might god be speaking to you through your experience of church whatever it might be how is god speaking how is god present in your experience So once again, thank you for listening. I do appreciate it. And blessings and peace.